Welcome to the podcast where you get your news and views of the sports world that we live in. And now here's your podcaster, Lige Weichers. Welcome to the Lige Weichers Show. Sometimes you really get what you ask for. Last week we were we were talking about college football. That's right. It's coming up to playoff season for college football. And I made the statement that I didn't really want Florida State to make the playoffs. And this was kind of a bold take because, well, Florida State probably would have been the four seed and playing Michigan, who's the one seed. But I said I would rather have Texas in and then maybe Alabama as well. And, man, I got exactly what I hoped for. And now Michigan plays Alabama. Oh, boy, this is trouble. The SEC team plays the Big Ten team. We know how this goes. We've seen this before. I'm not going to talk about it too much this week as we still have a whole month until the game actually happens. But there are some intriguing games in the college football playoff. we got Michigan, Alabama, and Washington versus Texas. I'll just say I'm not very confident. I think Alabama might just prove to have the athletes that are much superior to Michigan who struggled to score on Iowa's defense. But I'm going to dig into it over the next month and we'll do a full preview before that game in a few weeks. Moving on to the NFL, let's talk Colts. That's right, last week the Colts won a huge overtime game against the Tennessee Titans in one of the most Colts game I've ever seen. All sorts of wild stuff was happening that game. Back-to-back blocked punts. Will Levis doing Will Levis things for the Titans, and Minshew pulling out a magical win for the Colts as their season continues on a run straight for the playoffs. One absolute thrilling game. The Colts to win in Tennessee, not something that happens all that often, and man, they position themselves very well in the AFC, potentially to get a wildcard spot, but the division isn't out of reach, especially with the Jaguars losing on Monday night to the Cincinnati Bengals, Trevor Lawrence looking iffy to go this week with an ankle sprain. Hmm, Colts fans, they're starting to have some more expectations, just like what happened in the Rams game when they did lose. Now expectations are creeping up. You think that they should be able to beat the Bengals this week? Backup Jake Browning was cooking on Monday night, but no way he can do that again, right? One thing the Colts have been doing well is playing defense. I talked to Luke, and he wasn't as sold, but I've been watching the games. I've seen that they create some plays. They give up a few points here and there, but overall I think the defense is playing well enough. And a big addition... They've been playing good pass defense, but the run defense hasn't been quite as good. But Grover Stewart, the defensive tackles coming back from PED suspension. Hopefully he keeps the PEDs around to keep him playing at a superhuman pace and can stop the run with only four. Getting pressure and stopping the run with four, they'll help any defense. And I think the Colts can do it this week. Jake Browning, I do expect a little bit of a letdown. Now T. Higgins and Jamar Chase going against that secondary, that's going to be tough, but hey, the Bengals' defense didn't look all that good last week against the Jaguars. Minshew should be able to put up some points. Alec Pierce finally having a big game, catching some deep balls. It's good to see Minshew willing to stretch the field a little bit. They're going to need more of that. The running games have to be a little bit better. We'll see if Zach Moss can get it going when everyone thinks he's going to have a good week. But I think the, the Colts can win a close one. They're going to move to 8-5, and five, keep the hype rolling. People in Indy are going to be fired up, and I, for one, I'm here for it. Now, the Lions. Last week we said, man, this team's really up and down, but they're playing the Saints. They should crush the Saints. And 21-0 after, what, eight minutes into the game? Wow, here we go, finally. A nice, easy win, no stress, just a good, clean football game where they put everything together. But no, we know that can't happen. They have spurts of good play, but they can't put a whole game together. The offense goes a little conservative, and the defense has some good possessions and then some possessions where they give up some points. And there was a little bit more pressure this game. It was, I'm optimistic about the future. 
one thing that was funny is the instant Jameis Winston came in, he, he threw a ball that was easily going to be picked, but one of the Lions defenders tipped it, Brian Branch, before Jerry Jacobs could intercept it right to Chris Olave, which got him a big third down conversion for a touchdown. This was a weird game, but one that the Lions pulled out at the end. It was constantly sitting there watching, no, they're not going to blow this, right? They, they aren't going to actually lose this game, and Jared Goff made some big plays at the end. After the offense kind of got going again, stopped just screwing around, running the ball. They actually got creative, used their playmakers. But that was a fun win, but this week is a tough one. I'm hearing I'm hearing the noise. This is a perfect spot for the Lions to lose. Traveling to Chicago into the cold weather, 32 degrees, feels like 25. There's some wind. There is no snow, which is a good thing. But man, the Bears nearly beat them last time they played, and now they play on the road in the element, something Jared Goff has never been good at. This is going to be a tough game. Not only that, but Aline McNeil, their second-best defensive lineman, who has honestly played really well, especially against the run, out IR four weeks. Also, Frank Ragnow, the center, out. Man, this is going to be tough. Get your centerpiece on offense and defense out at the same time. They're not really getting many people back. Alex Anzalone is coming back, but the linebackers, I thought, played well against the Saints. This is going to be a tough game in Chicago. It's time for the grit. It's time to Jared Goff to kind of prove some of the doubters wrong, to show that his small hands and adverse reaction in the cold weather is not real. The Lions need to come out and prove a point against the Bears. This is a big week. There's a chance everyone atop the NFC could move to 10-3, and three, but that hinges on the Lions beating the Bears, a game they should win. I believe they're favored by 3.5. Vegas thinks they should win, but a lot of people aren't believing. We'll see what happens. It's going to be important to contain Justin Fields. I do want to see how they continue to involve Jamison Williams. To me, the arrow is pointed up. They're getting him involved in... He's playing a lot more as well as getting open. I think Goff is starting to trust him more, so I'd keep my eye out for some design touches for Jamison Williams and how that he could affect the game for the Lions. In conclusion, I'm thinking the Lions win. This is one of those games where I think they can win by a touchdown or even a little bit more. They'll cover the spread. They'll get the win, move to 10-3 and into the last stretch run of the season. As for the rest of the week, we actually have some really exciting games. Sunday night, we got the Eagles and Cowboys. The Eagles coming off getting smoked by the 49ers. Are the Eagles actually just an overrated team? How much are we looking back to last year saying, well, they're, they're just figuring it out. We know they're really good. Are they really good? And the Cowboys, they finally played a tough team in the Seahawks, and they didn't look so good. So this game should tell us a lot. I do expect a close game. The Eagles should play a little bit better. And I think the Eagles, honestly, are going to pull it out. I think I'll be cheering for the Cowboys. So that way, all the teams can be 10-3 and and the Lions can still have a fighting chance for a one seed or maybe just a two seed. I'd be fine with that as well. But that is an interesting game. San Francisco plays Seattle. We'll see what Seattle shows up. Will it be good Seattle or bad Seattle? Will there be a letdown for San Francisco? This is some interesting seeding games for the NFC. And then you've got all the wild card games. Rams play the Ravens. Packers play the Giants. There's some interesting games this week. Moving to the AFC, Chiefs-Bills. The last stand for the Buffalo Bills. My prediction to win the Super Bowl. Man, they haven't been looking so good. But I was looking at the standings and there was one thing that stood out. Point differential. Mostly goes with the best teams having the best records, having the highest point differential. Until you go to the Bills. 6-6 six and six plus 100 on the point differential. There aren't but four other teams in the league that have over 100 point point differential. This just shows the Bills' issues. They've been losing close games, but they can win big. I think the Bills can beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs haven't been looking like the Chiefs. 
Now, I do expect them to turn it off come playoff time and Mahomes to figure it out. But in that Packer game, it just looked like it's finally starting to catch up to him not having receivers. Kelsey doesn't quite look the same. The running game has been solid, but Pacheco's out this week. Mahomes is really going to have to hold up, and then the defense doesn't look so great. They are getting Nick Bolton back, the uh, middle linebacker, which will help, but they just put Brian Cook on IR. The defense, I think, is going to need to stand up, but I don't think this is the game they get figured out. The Bills, I think they're going to come in firing on all syllables. They're going to get the win, and I saw the Chiefs were a point favorite. Man, this is just wrong. Elijah's lock won last week as the Saints and the Lions did go over, moving us to 7-5. and five. Now, to increase how far above 500 we are, I'm taking the Bills to straight up beat the Chiefs. I think they keep it going, and they're going to scare some people. If the Bills get in as a wild card, they are going to be a team you don't want to play in the playoffs just because of what we've seen they can do. The AFC has an odd playoff picture. To me, all these teams look like they could be beaten. The Ravens, man, they're kind of up and down, but probably the best team. Then you have the Chiefs and the Dolphins, who seem to struggle against good teams but can beat up on bad teams. I'm still going to trust the Chiefs to figure it out, and Mahomes and Andy Reid will be best come playoff time. It will be interesting to see that, you know, you got the Bengals without Burrow trying to get in, you got the Bills trying to get in, then you've got Texans, Colts, and Jaguars all vying out of the AFC South. This is shaping up to be good, interesting playoffs, and I think everyone's anointed San Francisco 49ers, the top team overall to win it all. I would say not so fast. We'll see what happens, and I'll make some more bold predictions as we get close to playoff time, but that's all I got right now. A bit of side news that we don't normally talk about. That's right, MLB news. Shohei Otani just signed a 10-year $700 million with the Dodgers after there was a rumor circling yesterday that he was signing with the Blue Jays. Man, people jumped all over this. Oh, the Blue Jays, why would he go to Canada? And all of a sudden, wait, folks, he's not even in Toronto. How could he sign with the Blue Jays? This is false. And, yep, he signs with the L.A. Dodgers. This is the Dodgers trying to buy a ring, which they're not super successful at. We don't see the Dodgers in the World Series every year. But, wow, $700 million, that's a lot. These NFL guys aren't going to like the kind of payday these MLB players are getting because there's no salary cap. But that's about enough MLB for one day. That's all I got for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at The Light Show. Leave a rating and a review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to increase viewership. Last I checked, we were down to six. So hopefully we can get to double digits. That's always been the goal. We will get there eventually. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk next week.